For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. My initial response when reading that, I preached on it a few weeks ago, and the emphasis was he, who is he to you? But as we read, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, it's important to realize where It is important to realize that the secret place that you dwell in does not have to be of the Most High God. We all have places that we dwell in. And from this perspective, the secret place is considered the place of our priority the place of our main attention. In thinking about this, often we prioritize our lives. We prioritize our life based on what is the most significant in our life. It doesn't mean that we're sinning. It simply means that our secret place, the place of our abiding, the place of our priority is not that of the Most High. When we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God becomes our refuge, our fortress, our portion. No matter what is going on around us, we have made the Lord our habitation, according to Psalm 91. He gives his angels charge over us when we abide in the secret place of the Most High. The secret place can be considered a place where nobody else is with you. It is a place where you and God inhabit together. What I love about Scripture, Scripture speaks on so many dimensions. The secret place is the most powerful place of dwelling. 
one of the things to think about, if you can praise, pray, dance, shout, rejoice, only in public, If you only study your words when someone's looking, your public life does not equal your private life. We see that a lot. I went through that. I went through a time that I could pray for everything and everybody. I could dance, I could rejoice, but only when I was in a church service. When I started off, I was that person that you think, Lord, it really does not take all of that. And quite honestly, it took all of that for me. I rejoiced in the presence of God. I danced. Oh, how I loved him. Just was excited to be in the presence of the Lord. Then church hurt came. And I systematically quieted myself. So my personal praise and times of fellowship with the Lord quieted as well to the point that my prayer life was a public prayer life. You see, When we're hurt and we withdraw, it's not what we do in front of people that really, really count. We think we're mad at the church, but when we really examine the motives of our heart, we're mad at Father. There's something about what we went through that caused us to pull back from the very God we say that we love. Then there are others. have never made God their priority. Their ministry is their priority. Their family is their priority. Even good activities can crowd out God. Spending time with family or enjoying recreational activities. All of these things are important. Because a religious spirit will cause you not to do those things. 
So it's important that we are well-balanced individuals that listen to Holy Spirit. But it's important that nothing becomes our God. So the first thing that we have to examine is, what is the top priority of our life? Is it getting our children through college? Building a minister. Building a ministry. For me, sometimes it's building a minister. Help me, God, because that is the wrong spirit. Perhaps the priority is trying to figure out how to make it through this system so that you can retire. And so you see how we can become consumed. And that becomes the place of our dwelling. It's not with the Most High God. It is with the first thing that we consider and we think about and we make a priority. There are times that These things are not obvious to us until we examine ourselves according to Scripture. And we ask ourselves questions like, Sherelle, what is really going on in your heart and in your mind? What has been concealed, hidden in your heart? My husband, for an example, which is the minister that I was building, which is the wrong spirit, but I find that humorous anyway. My husband lived to see my my son through college. That was his main priority. So when my son finished college, he didn't know what to do with himself. Because in his heart, that's where he dwelled. That was his priority. That was his place of dwelling. That was the most important thing in his life. That's where he had set up a residence. But when you have made God the most high God, your secret place, your priority, A lot of things in this life change. But he is steadfast and sure. And how we live this life is determined by our life with him. So when things happen, when hearts are broken, When you're watching your mother struggle to live or leave, when friends betray you, when you discover that the person that you thought would love you doesn't really love you after all, 
when you go through church hurt, abuse, when you have made God the most high, your dwelling, the storms don't shake you. You're protected. You're covered. God becomes your covering. And when you've cultivated this type of relationship with God, when you get out of line, it's easy to find your place in him. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow, the covering of the Almighty. It was the shadow of Peter where signs and wonders took place. Could it be? Now I ask the question. Could it be because Peter dwelt in the secret place of the Most High under the shadow of the Almighty that where Peter went, God was with him, covering him. And in his place of abiding, miracles, signs, and wonders followed him. I know in our local congregation we have been crying out for more of God's manifested presence in our lives. We think of prior generations where miraculous signs occurred. Could it be that we have lost our abiding under the shadow of the Almighty? Could it be that our secret place is really not of the Most High God? Father God, I praise you and I thank you this morning. I thank you, Father God, that you are my God, my Lord my rock, my redeemer, my kinsman, my friend. I thank you, Father, for all those that are online this morning, God. I thank you for their faithfulness to you, Father. I pray, Father God, that every need on this line is met. Father, 
Father, I remember my dear friend and the passing of her brother. I haven't spoken with her. She hasn't reached out to me, I'm sure. She's probably heartbroken as well as being considerate of what I'm going through as well. But I pray for strength for her and her family. I know that she is one that spends time with you and hears your voice. I pray as she abides in your presence, God, that healing and strength would be her portion. And Father, as she goes among family and friends. That you would give her words of wisdom and words of encouragement. Because I know her heart is always to encourage others. Father, be her encouragement. We pray for his family, his extended family, his wife, we pray that you would comfort them. Comfort them with the comfort that can only come through Holy Spirit. Father, even going through what I've been going through, you seem to be in the season of revealing and unveiling families, family situations. Let there be healing in this family, God. We pray for her mother. Protect her. Strengthen her father. Heal her body, Father. We pray that this heartbreak, that only a mother that's lost a child can really understand. Not send her into crises. I know that she's been struggling in her body, God. So we pray divine protection and comfort to her heart, God. We thank you for the privilege to pray that we can co-labor with you, God, come into agreement with you, Father. Let your kingdom come, your will be done in this family, God. Let this be an opportunity for dialogue. Dialogue with you, God. If there are any that have not found you as Lord and Savior, 
Let them find you, God, in the midst of the situation. If there are those that have not learned to abide in your presence, God, let them find their way home, Father. It is so easy to be a family with religious traditions and not see blind spots. Father, if there's anything that they need to see, understand. While hearts are open and asking and dealing, speak to them, Father. Speak to their hearts. We thank you that angels are on assignment, watching over the family, watching over my sister in Christ. Encourage your heart, God. For I know there are things that she heard. I pray, Father. I pray, Father, for her strength, strength to stand even in the midst of her people, God, and speak your truth in love. Be with them, Father. I don't know the arrangements. I don't know whether, I don't know any of the details. But I don't need to know, Father. You know. Be with them, Father. In Jesus' name. Is there any other prayer requests this morning? Good morning, Pastor Jarrell. Good morning. I uh, have a prayer request for... um, I've been dealing with something... It's uh, you may have heard of it. It's called uh, tinnitus, which um, has to do with uh, hearing or ear. It's sometimes um, there's like a ringing, uh, a buzzing, uh, a high pitch, uh, static sometimes in some people's ears. I've been dealing with it in my right ear. Um, And there's really, there's no cure for it. There's no, really nothing the doctors can do. I just want prayer for that. Some people have been so affected by it that um, in their lives, some people have taken their lives because of the constant ringing or some call it white noise. And uh, for me, sometimes, uh, at least it has been in the past, occasions where it's like a truck engine rumbling in the distance. Uh, But it's called tinnitus. Tinnitus. Tinnitus, that's the medical name that they, they call it. And it's just in one ear, uh, the right ear. And uh, it's, it's 
appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you what I heard, but Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bind every demonic spirit that's been assigned to my brother's ear to cause him torment in the name of Jesus. We break the assignment of the adversary to torment him in Jesus' name. Now, Father, we know medical conditions are real, so we pray for healing in the name of Jesus. But, Father God, I hear there is an assignment to keep him from becoming and doing and reaching your highest, best God. To hinder his reception, Father. I thank you, Lord God. We break the assignment. That's what I'm hearing. We break the assignment that's been sent against him. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus over his ears, over his hearing. He will not be tormented. He will not be driven insane. We come against the spirit that's been released against him in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Abba Father, that you're a healer, you're a deliverer, you're a kinsman, you're a friend. When the enemy comes in like a flood, God, we thank you that a standard has been released against him. Father God, I pray for the call that's on my brother's life. I thank you, Father God, that you're leading and guiding him into all truth. I thank you, Father, that there is an elevation, Father, that the enemy is coming against in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, I thank you for the elevation. I thank you for the ascendancy into the spirit realm, Father, that he has become passionate about hearing you and hearing your voice. Thank you. And the enemy is trying to shut it down, but we bind it in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father, for this man of God. We thank you, Father God, for the new season that you're bringing him into in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that you will be glorified in this life. Lord, and in this transition, Father, as he releases some things and reaches toward others, Father, strengthen him, God. For he has made up in his mind that as a deer pants for the water, his soul longs for you to know you, Father God. I thank you that he will be a voice Mm. in a way that he's never been, that he would be a voice crying out in the wilderness, that the, the gifting, the call that he has been given by you, Father God, will be a sound that will draw people to Christ. Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord, for the trumpet that you have given him, God. And I thank you, Father God, even in those things that appear to be secular 
supernatural God. There is an anointing on his life that will cause and draw people to Jesus Christ. There are times even people don't even know what hit them until uh, how they got where they are. So he never hears the reports that God, uh, that has happened because people walk away and it becomes the seed that causes them to change their lives. So Father God, as this, voice is given even a more clarion sound, God. I thank you for the man of God. So, Father, I thank you, Lord, that every tormenting spirit that's been released to shut him down, Father, I thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Sabaoth. You are the man of war, that when the enemy comes at him, he must deal with you first. So we thank you and we praise you, Father, that you have given angels charge over him to get him to this new place, his expected end in you, Jesus. So comfort him, strengthen him, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Give him courage, Father. Hallelujah. Wow, I'm really meddling this morning. I'm not going to give him courage, Father, to begin to release some things in his life and trust you with them in Jesus' name. There have been the the object of his heart, Father, but you're causing him and them into a new season, God. Father, let him trust the seeds that he's planted in his Mm. generations. Trust Holy Spirit that he's able to bring them to an expected end. I'm just hearing God say, you've done a good job. Mm. (laughs) You've done a good job. And when we plant seeds in our children, we have to know Mm. that God is able to keep that which has been committed even until the end. Holy Spirit says, trust him. Trust him, not the situation, Mm. not the Mm. circumstance, but trust him Mm. with your most prized possession. And God says, I'm going to take you into a new place. And part of this warfare is your releasing and moving into that new place. And, of course, the enemy would attack your ears because mm. that's how we hear in the natural. But it mm. has spiritual significance as well. So we just thank God this morning uh, that God would bring the healing, but that God would bring the deliverance um, to your own soul as well. We just send the love of God, the glory light of God into, we just release God's presence um, that he would touch every place in your soul to bring the healing and the deliverance that's needful. Um, Perfect love cast out all fear. Fear has torment. So we just thank God for perfect love being released in your heart. The unconditional love of God, the the love that allows us 
the freedom and the liberty to become who we are in Jesus. So we just thank God for you this morning, and I pray continuous blessings on your life. Um, Be encouraged. Uh, The enemy will not prevail in your life. You are a God seeker, and you have made a shift. Hallelujah. Thank you. It will be exciting to see what's on the other side of this, so be encouraged. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for my brother. Are there any other prayers, prayer requests? Now, I know there are praying people on the line, so if we're praying for each other and you really are hearing something, it's okay if you want to add. Um, And if you're off, I'll help you with that as well. So, um, but if there are any other prayer requests, we want to take time for those. I'm going to ask that you pray for me. Even if you don't want to pray now, um, with the family situation, there was a dialogue that took place. And I've been worrying ever since the dialogue. You know how something is bothering you and you're having all of these conversations about it in your own mind? (laughs) I realized that that was was the enemy. I was not able to sleep last night. It's been months since I fell asleep at 6 o'clock all night long every hour on the hour. So um, I know that it's usually that's Jezebel. There's this uh, manipulation and control trying to get in my head. I used, one of the ways that I, um, well, I used to be a man pleaser. So I was constantly trying to please everybody, do everything that I thought everybody wanted me to do whether it was in church, in my family, in my home. So as God has been healing me and delivering me, when we're healed and delivered, everybody around us has an opportunity to be healed and delivered as well. Because when we move, because of dysfunction in families and relationships, We don't love like Jesus loved. Jesus loved with a perfect heart. You never heard Jesus say, oh, I'm just going to change my mind because I don't want your feelings to be hurt. He simply says, well, Lazarus is dead, and I have a job to do, and this is what Holy Spirit told me to do now. When it's my time to visit Lazarus, I'll go visit him. Right. Well, man-pleasers aren't like that. So there's always been this chatter in my head about whether I'm doing the right thing. So God has been delivering me from that. Um, You can't be in the secret place with God. In fact, it was ministered to me one time that I take all of these people into the place of dwelling with God. 
And God is saying, you know, I only want you here. I don't want you to bring mom and them and sisters and cousins and aunties and pastors and all of that. So pray for me. Um, a man pleaser cannot be a God pleaser. And sometimes when we think we're doing the right thing, and I put that in quotes, we don't realize that we're not pleasing God. Because we look at the things that we're doing, and they are good things. But they're not God things. So if anyone wants to pray for me on that this morning, not I'm getting ready to pray for myself because I need to pray for that. But um... all right, we don't we gonna get you covered. Right. Father, we thank you, and we thank you, Lord God, for um, even our transparency on our um, prayer line this morning. God, for um, Pastor Sherelle. Lord, I just lift her up before your throne. And I just ask in Jesus' name that you begin to even peel away the uh, desire to, even the more, to please man. And God, I know that probably each one of us in some kind of way have uh, been in that same or is in that same type of a situation. We want to make sure that everything is right, everybody's okay, uh, that um, nobody's offended and that um, everybody's getting along. But, God, when we, when we tend to do that, then we've taken the control from you. So help us, help her and us in Jesus' name to take our hands out of it out of whatever situation that we're in and allow you to control it. We bind up every demonic spirit that it may be trying to deter her from the, the precise directions that you're calling her to. Give her clarity in the name of Jesus of what you want her to do, how she's to say, whatever she is to say, um, what decisions that she has to make in these coming weeks and months. Give her clarity. Uh, God, I thank you that uh, uh, there won't be any uh, cloudiness in her mind of of, uh, did, did we do this right or are we going the right or wrong way? But there will be such a clarity and a surety in the directions in, the, in, her, in her, uh, her spirit that she knows without a shadow of a doubt that this is the right thing at the right time, that she's not doing the, the right thing at the wrong time, but she's doing the right thing at the right time and that your hand is in it. So, God, I thank you. I thank you for that clarity. That's all I keep hearing is I thank you for that clarity. 
I thank you for the direction, the precise direction of what you're having her to do in her life and the the things that you're wanting her to say and speak into situations that it is clear. Thank you that she's no longer a man pleaser. That even even when it's the slightest inkling of that comes about, that Holy Spirit will just tap her. All right, Sherelle, turn the other way. Sherelle, you off a little bit. Come back this way. That you'll just bring her that clarity immediately. Immediately that she'll know. She's got she's back in she's gotta get back in line with what you're wanting and what you're you're calling her to do. So I thank you for it, God. I thank you for the, what you're doing in her life. I thank you for what you're doing in our lives. I thank you for this prayer line. I thank you for each and every person that is on this line. I thank you, Lord God, that you're giving us direction, that you're you're you are um, aligning us with your word, that we are all beginning more and more to hear from you and that our lives are lining up the way you want us to line up so that uh, we can give you glory, that you are glorified in spite of whatever we're dealing with going through, that you are glorified, that our life is a glory to you. And we thank you for it. I bless you for it. In advance, I bless you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. several situations because things are coming at me and clarity when you start praying for clarity God starts showing me uh, faces and the subtle attack of the enemy to come in a different way um, to come in a different way but still try to get me in the same place so Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for your prayers you know, the word says um, in the book of James that we are to confess our faults to one another so that we so that we would pray for one another. And that's when God says the fervent, effectual prayers of a righteous man availeth much. Mm-hmm. So we forget that because I think sometimes we're guarded in the body of Christ. I've asked people to pray for me, and I've walked away and thought, oh, my Lord, let me get somewhere to pray this off of me, because their heart, even if they say the right thing, when you're sensitive in the spirit, people begin to release their attitude about you, even in their intercession. But we can't be walking around guarded. It's so important, because we, the person that has our help, that will be the one that comes alongside of us, their prayer that will, that fervent prayer that will bring about victory might be right next to us. So there is, body ministry is so important. That's all I'm saying. I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for the prayer because even while you were praying, God was giving me clarity. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm Amen. Any other prayer requests? This is good. Hallelujah. (laughs) 
you guys could tell from when we started that this is good because I, <laughs> I got ready to lean on the desk and the desk broke in half. It's like, okay, this is not off to a good start this morning. So to be able to pray for each other is absolutely a blessing this morning. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Well, we'll just keep it going. Father, we just thank you. Father, I thank you for those that are online. I thank you for um, uh, my my companions. My son says, um, what is it, ride or die or go hard or go home? Anybody that gets up at 6.30 in the morning, Oh, hallelujah, I can't even get it right. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you for being God, for being Lord over our life. I thank you that the gates of hell, the decision-making ability of the enemy will not prevail against us, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I thank you that your joy is our strength, even this moment, God. You're strengthening everyone on the line. You are encouraging every heart, Father. We thank you for this new place that we're in as the body of Christ. For indeed, Father, we feel the shift in our own lives. Lord, some of it, it's just things that happen as we progress and press into you. But we realize that there are things going on in the earth that you're requiring of people whose shadow will heal the sick, whose very presence will change those things that are around them, God. We pray, Father, that you will continue to raise up oracles, those that will speak your truth in public places in the name of Jesus and not be afraid of losing their job, losing their tenure, Father, but men and women of God that will speak your wisdom and your truth in power and in love. We thank you to raise up voices in the political arena, in the system, in the city, Father God, that will have your heart, the heart for all people and all people groups. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Lord God to give boldness to men and women of God, to not be afraid, to step into the arena, that you have their back, that you would be their covering, God. We thank you for finances, for those men and women of God that you have called to run for governmental office. I thank you, Father, for resources, benefactors, men and women of God that are willing to step out. Father God, there are so many people that you have given them resources. And to some degree, they have your heart. But they need a little more boldness to trust and believe. They look at the system and they think, I don't want any part of that. 
but you've called them to that place. Just as you called Deborah, you've called men and women to stand in public positions so that your plan and your purpose can be done in government, in governmental arenas. So we pray, Father. We pray, Father, for those that are answering the call. We pray, Father, for those that are so afraid that um, they refuse to answer the call. So we just ask, Father God, that you bring forth those leaders into the public arena that have your heart. We thank you for financial backing for their um, campaign. We thank you, Father, for the offices that doesn't require a campaign but require favor. We thank you, Father, that in the city that you're beginning to move men and women into right positions so that the cares and the concerns for the city and the city well-being of all people will be considered, that the heart of love would be released throughout this city, your heart, your compassion, your care. Father, our city has, is known uh, statistically for not being a very good city for people that have needs. So, Father God, I praise you and I thank you. Your words is the poor we will always have with us. So I thank you, Father God, for plans, programs that will prosper and build those that are in need, Father. Father, I praise you and I thank you for our educators. I thank you, Father God, that even as they look toward summer break, I'm, I think they still do that in this city, as they look toward having a break and uh, recalibrating, Father, that you would give them peace, that they would find their secret place, God, that they would be rebuilt, rejuvenated. Uh, restored, Lord. We ask, Father God, for educators that have your heart, that know how to pick curriculum that will edify and build up all people that's not corrupted with compromise. We thank you, Father God, for those that will seek um, to implement plans and programs within the educational arena um, to edify, to build up our children. Father, they tell me that in Mississippi, prayer has been returned to schools. We pray, Father God, for prayer returning to the city of Indianapolis, to the state of Indiana. We ask you, Father God, for favor being given to Christian teachers and students to practice their faith. We ask, we thank you for a faith movement, a prayer movement that will permeate our school system, God. 
so that all children will be covered with prayer. We thank you for the pastors, prophets, evangelists, teachers, apostles, leaders in this city. There are some leaders, God, that you're calling out of the closet. They've tried so hard to play the game right, and they look very successful. But you're pulling at their heart, God. You're asking them to give more, to be more. So I thank you for the equipping of the saints. Not just a good Sunday service, but Father, teach our leaders how to really bring the saints into maturation. How to prepare a people that will be prepared and positioned for destiny. We thank you for our city. We thank you for our leaders in every sphere of influence, God. Father, I thank you for medicine and doctors. It has been interesting, the dialogues that we've had with the doctors regarding health and healing and supernatural interventions. as we've shared our faith and we've listened to them share theirs. We thank you for the men and women who serve humanity by bringing your mind to the situation that understands how the body is created and seek to bring a healing touch to our world. Thank you, Father, for giving us great minds. We are truly made in your image. We have your mind. We dare explore our universe, for you gave it to us. Father, raise up a people that dare to dream beyond the box, the four walls of the church. Father God, we thank you and we praise you that you are ultimately the educator. You're ultimately the scientist, the artist, the musician. Every good and perfect gift comes from you, Father. We thank you for being our daddy. Continue to educate your children, to build us up, direct us, train us. As we build, direct, and train other people. Pointing the way. Lifting up Jesus so that men might come to know 
the true and living God. We love you this morning. Thank you for your faithfulness that you show up even when we're struggling. You still show up. And for that, we are grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. So until next week, Tuesday through Friday, this has been Overflowing Life Prayer Line. Pastor Sherelle Perkins, be blessed. You're blessed and highly favored. God bless you. And um, I will delete the recording of this morning's message. Please don't do that. Okay. I won't delete the recording of this morning's message. So be blessed until next Tuesday. I love you all very much. God bless. Wait a minute. What's today? Today's Thursday. Uh, it's today Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> yes, it's been a long week. <laughs> I think I have to delete it now, y'all. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Okay, I will be here tomorrow morning, and I will have sleep. I will have sweet sleep tomorrow, because whatever Amen. that thing was tormenting us is gone. Amen. In Jesus' name, we'll be here. Same bad time, same chat. <laughs> In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless everybody. All right. Bye bye, everyone. <laughs>